This program is presented by a community producer through Midland Community Television. The City of Midland and MCTV are not responsible for the content of the program. The views presented do not necessarily represent those of the City of Midland or MCTV. If you would like to produce your own program, contact MCTV at 837-3474 or access our website, cityofmidlandmi.gov slash MCTV. provides opportunities to learn from each other because everyone has a story. Hi, welcome to Countdown Connection and we have a guest with us today. Her name is Jennifer Woods. We'll be talking about behavior analyst. So, Jennifer, how did you get involved with behavior analyst? Mm. So, my first job was working as an occupational therapist, and I work with a variety of different kids. Um, and I learned kind of quick that kids have behaviors that they need to work on, sometimes good behaviors, sometimes bad ones, right? And then decided I needed more information on how to help people in general learn to have more positive behaviors and work on a, making a negative behavior more positive. And sometimes that was as easy as eat your vegetables and not a bunch of junk. And sometimes it was as hard as share with friends and don't throw toys or make sure you get to class and don't skip class. So behavior is a lot of different things, but it started with I was working with kids. Wow. What inspired you to become a behavior analyst? So, there are, when you're working with kids, there are so many different ways you could go. I could, I could help teach them reading, or maybe I wanted to help them be, do sports. Or, but behavior to me, them being able to behave, maybe not really appropriately, but in a way that others liked and made them good friends or made them really good students. Made, made me happy. And so I wanted to be able to do that. I wanted to be able to work and help kids, which then turned into bigger kids and sometimes turns into early adults like you um, that might not be a kid anymore, be able to help them in positive, with making positive choices. So that's the whole idea of that positive choice. I just liked helping. Wow. Yeah. What kind of books do I like reading? What kind of books do I like reading? Yeah. So I like a lot of different books, but sometimes because life gets busy, I just like a magazine. Here's why. You can just look through it and it's kind of easy. And But the books that I tend to like to read are more of a, maybe like a mystery. I do like a, something that has a little history in it. So, so the books, Yeah. Um, what kind of books do the kids like to read? That's, that's funny you ask that. I mean, it's helpful for me to know what they like, right? So yeah. if they like certain books and certain things, then it gives me something for them to talk about. A lot of them like right now different superhero, different um, positive role model 
ideas that are out in in society so I see that a lot. I see like a superhero or a, someone who has positive strengths being guided towards. I can't think of any names of anyone right now. Um, and a lot of them like to read different things. I'm uh, just glad that they like to read books still. Do they like video games too? Of course. Video games. Yeah. Do you like video games as well? Yeah. yeah I, I don't. I don't. Not so much. I used to like Tetris, but yes, video games, technology, kids today like that, and it keeps them motivated. But it gives them me ideas of how to talk to them and help them make positive behavior choices so that I can talk about what they like. Wow. So how do you respond to kids that they have a negative self-talk? Negative self-talk. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. It's easy to have negative self-talk, especially if you're not good at something. Um, I try to remind them, because it's easy to talk about all of the negative things that you might be doing or, or all of the goals you might not be reaching, to think about the goals in smaller, smaller areas. Or think about how close are you to achieving like an 80% rate. So let me give you an example. You said books. If I wanted to read five books this summer and I know I've only ever read one in a year, then I might have to remind myself, maybe five is too big of a goal. And so then instead of them having negative self-talk about I'll never be able to read as many books as I want, I'll tell them, let's pay attention to what you're good at and then we'll, let's make some steps from there. And that helps them to have positive self-talk and talk less about the, here are all the things that I can't do. But it helps to know what is kind of your baseline? What are you successful at? And how do you grow it from there? Wow. Yeah. How did you get involved with the juvenile care center? Right now, I work with the juvenile care center in Midland, and there are a lot of kids again there that I feel like I could help. Um, and you asked me earlier when or why or how did I know I wanted to help them, and it's the, still that layer of, helping people make good choices, helping kids make good choices, helping kids have positive self-talk. All of the things you're asking me, and I get to do all of that there. Well, thank you for joining Jennifer Woods. Thank you. So this is Jennifer Woods. This is Luke Jenway. Thank you for joining Countdown Connection. Hi, welcome back to Countdown Connection. This time, we interviewed Trisha Finby talk about the neighboring community. So Trisha, how did you get involved in the neighboring committee? I got involved in the neighboring committee through the Cultural Awareness Coalition. That's an organization that is under the umbrella of the Midland Area Community Foundation. Okay. Okay, so we um, work to find opportunities to provide inclusion in our community to help people um, elevate the sense of belonging for people and give opportunities where everyone can thrive. Wow. Yeah. What does a neighbor community do? We work on bringing awareness to what being a good neighbor does for our community. So what? does the cultural awareness do? The cultural awareness helps us, um, helps us by making sure that people have opportunities. 
We want to bring awareness to our community on the importance of equity, inclusion, and diversity, and how that will help grow our community so that we can thrive together, forward, bold. Wow. Yeah. What is your favorite memory of the community? Oh, gosh. This one's not even a hard question to answer. My favorite memory was last year when you and I went on the road interviewing people. I remember that day. Yeah. yeah. When we went to the Independence Village and interviewed like 12 people in one day, you and Amanda and I, that was fun. Got to know people, got to learn about neighboring from their perspective. Us. Kind of fun. It was fun. What events do you have this year? Well, this year, Neighboring Week is the last week of September, and it's a chance for everyone in our community to come together and celebrate with their neighbor, whether that neighbor be someone that lives next to them or works with them or is in a group or organization with them. We want to bring that connection so that people know who they're surrounded by and feel safer and more valued. Well, thank you, Joseph and B, for joining us today. Thank you, Luke, for having me. You're welcome. My name is Luke Dermot, it's Joseph and B, and she also works for the Naval Community. Thank you for joining Catalan Connection. <laughs> Hi, welcome back. To Countdown Connection. This time we'll be interviewing Holly Miller from Nine Way. So, how did you get involved with the Nine Way? So, about 15 years ago, I took a bold left turn from the corporate world into the nonprofit world, and I've never looked back. I've enjoyed the, the amazing learning and the very heart behind, behind nonprofit service. Wow. So what does the United Way do? So United Way's vision and mission is simple and complex. We really are, our, our purpose is to bring the community together to change lives. But we have recognized that this is not the work that we do alone. We partner with nonprofit agencies. We invest in programs and services and new initiatives that are aligned with the top needs in our community. And we invite the whole community to be a part of that change. Wow. Do you have programs that you're excited about? Yeah. Sorry. One of the programs that we're really excited about is the spotlight on folks with disabilities. So it's one of our issue areas that we really want to create impact in. So United Ways across our region and across our state are coming together to offer a 21-day disability equity challenge. This is a great opportunity for us to learn more about folks with disabilities, create a shared language, um, explore, and ask questions about things we may not know. And also just to build awareness about how vital the people in, with disabilities in our community are. I think it also creates a safe place for us to learn and ask questions and create a shared language. Wow. So what does that do? So the Equity Challenge, we hope, will create a conversation 
and get people talking and be a little bit vulnerable about maybe about what they don't know or what they were curious to ask but never felt comfortable and to really build awareness in our community. The equity challenge is simple. It's self-guided. People can sign up and then you'll get an email prompt for every weekday for a month starting August 1st. And then you'll have different articles and different videos and different things you can read that are going to enhance your knowledge and kind of challenge your perceptions. Wow. How many people can get involved? As many people as we would like. There is no limit on the number of people that can participate in this. So um, at the end of the Equity Challenge, we're going to have a summit where people are going to come together and learn from one another and share what we learned. Wow. So with disability program, is there any employees that work there? Yes. So with the 21-day Equity Challenge, it's open to everyone. We want as many people in our community to be a part of the conversation. So there may be folks that are we're coming from local churches, just community members, local folks who work in our corporations and our businesses. We have a big contingent of nonprofit folks who are curious to learn more. So it truly is open to anyone and everyone. Wow. What is one of your favorite memories of Lattaway? So it's, you know, when you work in the nonprofit arena, especially when, you, when your very mission is to help people, you always think about those stories, those stories of impact where you were able to make a difference in the life of someone else. And I think that's one of the biggest privileges we have is being able to see that every single day. Wow. So do you have a lot of fun working there? Yes. So fun, we, we spend a lot of time on um, workplace culture. And we, because of what we do is so vital to the, um, the community, we recognize how important it is that we have a really strong team. So fun is so important in any workplace. Um, one, of the thing, one of the quotes I'd read a long time ago said, the best indicator of a positive culture is the amount of laughter that is taking place in the workplace. And often you'll hear that running through our halls. Wow. Thank you, Holly Miller, for joining us. Thank you for having us. This was such a great opportunity. Yes, so I want to thank Holly Miller and United Way for joining this MCTV. I also want to thank Alina Bucci for working for United Way. And this is the China Connection signing off. This program is presented by a community producer through Midland Community Television. The City of Midland and MCTV are not responsible for the content of the program. 
The views presented do not necessarily represent those of the City of Midland or MCTV. If you would like to produce your own program, contact MCTV at 837-3474 or access our website, cityofmidlandmi.gov slash MCTV. We hope you enjoy the following presentation.